Hey everybody, welcome back to the Here to See channel. Got an overview for you of the Gospel of Matthew. Here to see, always focusing on sharing pearls of wisdom, nuggets of knowledge, understanding the difficult, and instructions for a better life. The Gospel of Matthew, the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, cover the life and ministry of Jesus. We're looking at an overview of Matthew. We'll look at Chuck Swindoll's Insight for Living webpage, which has an overview of books of the Bible. And this is the overview for Matthew. Who wrote the book? Where are we? Why is Matthew so important? What's the big idea? How do I apply this? And Bible study aid, a chart. So first, Matthew, who wrote the book? While Matthew did not sign his own name to his gospel, the early church uniformly attested to the apostles' authorship of the book as early as A.D. 140. A Christian named Pepius wrote that Matthew had, had compiled the sayings of the Lord in Hebrew presumably before Matthew translated them into Greek for a larger audience. Matthew's name appears in all the biblical lists of the twelve apostles, though in Mark and Luke referred to him as Levi. His history as a tax collector distinguished him from the other apostles, and immediately after his call to follow Jesus, an event he recorded in Matthew 9.9, Matthew hosted a feast for Jesus in his home with an invitation list made up of Matthew's sinful friends. Apparently, Matthew did not think it odd that Jesus and he would associate with the sinful and downtrodden of society. Where are we? Well, Matthew is the most Jewish-centric of the four Gospels. The Apostle regularly invoked the writings of the Old Testament prophets in an effort to illustrate Jesus' identity as Israel's long-awaited Messiah. However, the Gospel of Matthew has been notoriously difficult to date. Several factors speak to date ranging from A.D. 60 to 65. First of all, the book makes no mention of the destruction of the temple, an event which occurred in A.D. 70. Such a cataclysmic event likely would have been re received some comment, particularly in a book so clearly influenced by Judaism. The largely Jewish character of the book also suggests it was written at a time when much of the evangelism by Christians was directed more exclusively at Jews, something that became less and less common as the decades passed. Finally, many scholars believe Mark to have been the first gospel composed, making it more probable that Matthew was written soon after. So Matthew, why is it so important? The Apostle Matthew, a Jew himself, offered a decidedly Jewish perspective on the ministry of Jesus. He included more than 50 direct citations 
and even more indirect allusions from the Old Testament. This ex exceeds any of the other Gospels and indicates that Matthew had the Jewish population in mind when he sat down to write. Matthew's extensive connections between Jesus and the Old Testament proved ample prophetic evidence for Jesus' ministry, but also give contemporary readers a glimpse into how first century readers approached the Old Testament with a Christ-centered mindset. In addition, Matthew's Gospel answers the questions on the mind of every Jewish reader. If Jesus is the King of the Jews, then where is God's promised kingdom? Matthew reveals that Jesus did offer the kingdom to Israel, but the offer was rejected. In Matthew chapters 4, 17, 16, 13 to 28, and 21, 42 to 43. God's primary work in the world is now accomplished through the building of Christ's church, after which Jesus will come again to the earth and establish his kingdom, ruling the world from Israel. So, Matthew, what's the big idea? Matthew wrote his account of Jesus' ministry to show that Jesus was and is indeed the King of Israel's long-awaited Messiah. He reflected this concern in his opening line, the record of the genealogy of Jesus the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Matthew chapter 1 verse 1. From there, Matthew consistently took his readers back to the Old Testament, providing Old Testament testimony regarding the birth of Jesus, Bethlehem as a location of Jesus' birth, the flight to Egypt, Herod's slaughter of the infants, and the beginning of Jesus' ministry. In a world where many of the Jewish community had claimed the role of Messiah for themselves, Matthew's commitment to granting the life of Jesus in the Old Testament raised Jesus above the multitude of these false messiahs. The apostle painted a portrait of our Lord that highlights his uniqueness among all others to ever walk this earth. So Matthew, how do I apply this? After enduring 400 years of prophetic silence, God's people must have wondered whether or not he had deserted them. After centuries of regular communication from God, the people found themselves without genuine prophet or spokesman for God. However, the ministries of John and Jesus reminded God's people that he had not forgotten them. God's silence during that period was merely a precursor to pulling the linchpin of his redemptive plan. God hadn't forgotten. He remembered his people. Matthew made that clear. It was true then, and it's certainly true today. You ever feel as though God has deserted you or that he sits in silence in the face of your requests? As we read through the passages of Matthew, not only do we see Jesus Christ revealed as Israel's King and Messiah, but his coming to earth 
as God in the flesh reminds us of his deep love for us. Now resurrected and ascended, the Lord Jesus will always be with us, even to the end of time. Matthew chapter 28, verse 20. Christ's commission to his followers is still his mandate to us today. Make disciples of all the nations. Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. Christ's work of building his church is the work he does through each of us. And now, we'll take a look at the Bible study chart that Dr. Swindoll's ministry has provided. Notice that Matthew is divided into four different sections. The announcement and arrival of the king, the proclamation and reception of the king, the opposition and rejection of the king, and the resurrection and triumph of the king. The main emphasis was his credentials, main emphasis his message, the main emphasis his suffering and death, and the main emphasis his conquest. Hallelujah. Take some time and study this Bible study chart. Hope this was useful to you. Check out our other videos. We've got other overviews of Proverbs, Mark, Acts, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, Psalms, Job, and now Matthew. We also have one here journal for each chapter of each of these books in playlists. So check them out. I'm sure enjoy making them and I hope you like them. Comment below. Share your experiences with us. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, read the Gospel of John chapter 3 to receive forgiveness and talk to God about it. Talk to God about anything. He loves you. He really, really does. Keep seeking Him now. God bless.